0: Hello and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. With all the bad news that seems to keep coming our way, it can be difficult to hold on to hope. Due to the 24-7 connection to reports of wars, tragedies, and terrorism, there seems to be a palpable sense of uncertainty and insecurity at the forefront of our minds. So what can we do to renew a sense of hope and humanity when we feel like there's not much to hold on to? Today, I'm going to share how you can expect the best in a world that's focused on the worst. So if you feel flooded by the anxious thoughts that surround you and want to renew your sense of hope and humanity while learning to trust in the heart of life, And listen into the show today as I help you renew your hope. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, thanks for joining me today on this Thursday. In March, it's Easter week. It's our 52nd episode, and I cannot believe that we are already close to April. I mean, it's crazy how fast this year feels like it's going for me, anyway. I'm not sure about you, uh, but hey, you know, another another you know passing of time, and uh, not too long a time it seems like, and another day we wake up to another senseless. Tragedy. So, I just wanted to acknowledge and send my prayers and my positive energy to all of those affected by the attacks that took place in Brussels on Tuesday. My heart goes out to you in Belgium. I know it's a a very tough thing to wake up continually as a society to the idea that this is a commonplace activity that's now always seeming to happen uh, at a pretty regular rate. I mean, at this point, It's all happening so often that it's like, hey, wake up, brush the teeth, uh, check the news. Hey, did you hear about that, honey? There's another terrorist attack. Oh my gosh, are you serious? I mean, this should not be the way that life goes for us, my friends. And, And that's why I'm talking about hope today. That's why I'm talking about renewing hope. Because it's hard to expect the best in a world that seems to be really focused on the worst. You know, with all the bad news that just keeps coming our way, like what happened in Brussels, it's really hard uh, and can be difficult, really, to hold on to hope in any way, shape, or form. You know, uh, you know, hope. What does it even mean? Hope means to be confidently expecting, confidently expecting things to happen. Now, hope is we normally use it in a positive way, so we say that we're confidently expecting something positive to take place in life. Uh, but honestly, the word hope is very neutral. It just means that we can either have hope to be confidently expecting anything to happen. Could be bad, could be good, could be neutral, doesn't have to have any assignment to it. It just means that we're expecting certain things to happen. And in the quantum world of physics it, and in the energy uh, mass that we live in, it makes it makes us vibrate with a certain hope and expectation that things will take place in life. And as we continue to uh, energize ourselves with those expectations, then we'll continue to see things take place. But it seems like due to the 24-7 connectivity we have with all of our technology that we're we're constantly hearing reports of wars and tragedies and terrorism. There seems to be this really palpable sense of uncertainty and insecurity at the forefront of many people's minds. So, the question today is: what can we do to renew a sense of hope in humanity when we feel like there's just not that much that we have to hold on to you yeah, I mean, just like I said, it seems like we wake up every day and we go to bed every night with news reports and a constant stream of information from all over the world showing us the worst of us instead of our best. You know the news's job is not to To point out what's best in us—that's their job—is—is—is to, you know, honestly, it's to keep their doors open, right? Just like any other business. And what keeps the doors open in a media outlet is fear. It's stories that make you sit up straight, pay attention, and worry about what's going to happen in your life because if if you didn't hear that news, you might run into, you know, you might go down that street and you you should have not done it. But because you heard that news report, now you know not to do that. I mean, look. We've been living off the fear mongering of the media outlets for a very long time. And they just, their job, like I said, is just to, you know, increase their bottom line. And they do that by selling advertising to shows where there's lots of eyes. And lots of eyes come to shows where they feel like they're getting the information that they need to stay safe because they want to feel secure. And unfortunately, you know, watching reports about, you know, fearful and tragic things are not actually making you more secure or more safe. They're giving you the illusion of it. It's the illusion of security, the illusion of safety. Just because I know about all these things doesn't mean I'm more safe. In fact, it means that I'm going to begin to hope more confidently in the direction that bad things will happen. And bad things do, don't they? They continually seem to be taking place and happening. So, you know, Springtime is here. And, and the best part about spring for me is, is the flowering trees. I mean, I'm, I'm in Missouri here in St. Louis. Uh, we have a lot of dogwood trees and a lot of cherry blossom trees. And cherry blossom trees are just so lovely. I, I enjoy watching them bud and flower every year. They spring back to life when they've appeared to be dead all winter long. So, you know, what would happen? if we just stopped expecting those trees to live? I mean, you know, in the wintertime, it appears as though these trees are completely dead, that there's no life in them, that they have nothing else to give us. But that's not true, is it? They're just lying dormant for their moment, for their season to come back to life. Would they respond to our expectations if we just decided to stop expecting life to flow from them? Or would they just continue to live on daring us to believe that they really will keep going no matter what we think? You know, that is an amazing thought. To I mean, it's a, I'm going philosophical on you here because we need to zoom out when things like this happen, when tragedies happen, when terrorism happens, when large world events that sort of galvanize us into a positive way happen. And our world is focused on... This event at the moment it's time to ask ourselves bigger questions what what of what have we done to support life in this way what have we done to support death possibly what have we done to uh, support the continuance of terrorism what have we done to um, you know support the ending of this type of violence among other you know our fellow human beings I mean look the violence of men is a long, sordid history, and it'll continue, unfortunately, because of ego, uh, because of of what you know animates many of our, our our spirits and souls, and and it's it's up to us to make the choice, to focus on what's best, and expect life to spring forth from things that look dead. We have to expect the best, if we want to see the best come from us, you know. People all over the world this weekend are going to give pause for a celebration that we call Easter, and they're going to be celebrating the life of Jesus, and he's possibly the most misunderstood and misrepresented man in all of human history, and I'm not saying that lightly. I mean, Jesus' life displayed many miraculous and powerful examples of what can be accomplished when a human being aligns themselves with the divine. When a human being acts in accordance with the spirit of love in its purest essence and form. You know, but the theme of Easter is not just the life of Jesus, it's the life that he received after he was proclaimed dead. It was his resurrection life, it was his get back up again life. It was his. That appears to be completely dead. We can't expect anything from him anymore. Oh my gosh, he's back on the scene. Life. The life of what I just mentioned here about the cherry blossom tree looking completely dead and then all of a sudden back to life in a heartbeat. This is what we're celebrating all over the world this weekend. Many, many billions of people, right? Celebrating Jesus' life and resurrection this weekend. But, you know, whether or not you believe, in the actual resurrection is not material to the learning of the story. The story itself has lived on for so many centuries and had been revisited and revised so many times by so many different people that we can't even be sure we've got the truth anyway. And is it really even about that? Is that story really even about us having the historical accurate truth or is it bigger than that? Is it telling a story That we love to hear because it resonates with our soul. Because it resonates with our spirit and it gives us hope. It gives us a renewed sense of hope. And it happens once a year in accordance with springtime. Which is the natural time where we receive hope again. Green where brown was. Right? Flowers where branches were bare. That is the hope that continues to spring forth every year when we hear this story. Hope that life conquers death. Hope that faith conquers fear. Hope that love wins. You know, Resurrection is about the victory of life over death. It's the symbol of our soul's desire to feel alive no matter what has been lost. Resurrection announces to the world that no matter what unsavory circumstances you might find yourself in, It's not the end. Whatever death, whatever despair, whatever destruction you may be experiencing doesn't have the last word in your life, and it doesn't have the last word in mine. Resurrection insists that what appears to be the end is actually the beginning. Just like the winter eventually turns into the spring and the cherry blossom tree goes from bare branches to flowering blooms, you and I have the hope that life will find a way to break through the death that seems to surround us with all these news reports, tragedies, wars, and terrorism. Resurrection teaches that the force of life supports that which supports life. And now I know that sounds like a a riddle. And it sort of is, but it's a concept that's kind of easily understood. Life is that force that animates us from within, and it's that substance that surrounds us, that rushes in to support any action that we take that upholds the life of another living being. Life surrounds that, that supports it if you are acting in alignment with love and life and light and truth, then you will be supported by the force of the universe that acts in accordance with those principles as well. That's why when it comes to our fellow man, when bad things happen like this, it's important to ask ourselves, what do we see? What do we see? Do we see the seed of life within others? that can blossom into a lovely tree that provides beauty and strength to those in its presence? Or do we only see behaviors? Do we only see actions? Do we only see evil? Do we only judge people based solely on their what they've done? Are people, are we, for instance, not more than just our behaviors? Would we not also like the grace afforded to us in a situation where we, you know, have acted poorly, but we don't want to be judged simply on that one act or that one behavior or that one thing that we keep doing? You know, maybe one of the best parts of being a coach to any of my clients, to any of you that might come to a seminar or conference, is I provide the energy that believes in you. It's one of the hardest skills to master as a coach, but it's, it's one of the most rewarding things that I can offer others. It's the ability to hope and believe in the best in others. The ability to hope and believe in the best in you when you don't believe it for yourself. I have looked clients in the eye and told them, even if you don't believe this right now, I do. And I will hold on to it for you until you're ready to hold on to it for yourself. Sometimes what we really need is someone on our side that has such a strong sense of hope that they can speak life to dead places. That they can bring light to darkness in our souls. They can bring those dormant parts of us back to life springing back with renewed sense of hope, of confident expectation that life is not only getting better, but that it's got my back. That no matter how many times I fall down, I'm going to get back up again. And that's what I need you to do, my friend. I need you to speak life. That's my challenge to you this weekend. Speak life. Hold on to hope. Realize that no matter what situation or circumstance you might find yourself in, that there's life in you and that you have the power to give that life to others. You have the choice to get back up no matter how many times you get knocked down. You have the ability to believe the best and expect the best from the world around you no matter what negative messages or weird tragedies get reported. You have the ability to choose and decide the world you want to live in. And you can create through your actions, through your belief, through your hope, the world that you really want. The same spirit that resurrects the cherry blossom tree lives in you. And you have the choice every day to focus on what's good and expect what's best. When you act in support of life, then the force of life supports you. And that's what it means to have a renewed hope. So my hope for you, my confident expectation for you by sharing this message with you today is that you would feel confidently expecting the best about life. That even though tragedies happen and bad things continue to take place and we are super connected to the worst of us through the news media outlets that distract us every day with notifications on our phones and our emails and our uh, you know, televisions, that you would be reminded today that hope springs eternal through your soul because you have the choice to believe and expect the best of the world around you and confidently move forward in life knowing that life has your back. Hey, come on over to JeremyFlag.com episode 51 and share your thoughts with me on this Or Excuse me, episode 52 we're on today. Episode 52 and share your thoughts with me on this episode. I would really love to hear what you thought about what we sh- what I shared with you today and how it touched you and affected you and what you're going to focus on to specifically bring life to the world around you. Hey, if you have any questions you'd like me to answer on an upcoming episode, I'm really short on some questions right now, and I'd really like to hear yours. Come to jeremyflag.com slash podcast questions and fill out the form, and I'd be happy to answer your question on an upcoming show. If you enjoyed this podcast today, then be sure to share it with all your friends on social media and just take 30 seconds to rate and review the show in iTunes and Stitcher. It helps elevate the status of the show and gives more people just like you an opportunity to break through to better results in their life, work, and relationships. Hey, as we close this episode today, I'm going to leave you with the quote from author William James. And it's a good one. And it says this, be not afraid of life. Believe that life is worth living and your belief will help create the fact. What an awesome way to end this episode. Renew your hope, my friend, by supporting life and trusting that life will support you. Have a breakthrough day, and I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, Just head over to JeremyFlag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag create you. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on create you and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life-changing episode. You won't want to miss it. So be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.